Welcome to Branding with Purpose. And today we have a guest interview with Leanne Fox from Kingdom Bloggers and quite a few other websites. But we'll dive into that during the interview. Welcome, Leanne. I'm so glad to have you here. Can you give everyone a little, you know, synopsis of all the things that you do? Oh, gosh, do you have enough time for that? Um, <laughs> yeah, so I I guess I call myself a digital ministry coach. Um, basically, I teach online Christian creators how to do all the things. So I have three websites, three blogs, Christian blogs, I have a YouTube channel, a podcast, an Etsy store, and a teaching platform. And I mean, I'm sure there's some other things in there that have gotten lost in the shuffle, but that kind of graphs the main stuff that I do. I love it. I love it. So um, I'm going to call you by the title that I've known you by, and it's SEO Queen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Leanne and I go back probably about two, three years now um, when I first to start started my own faith blog, which is a different entity. Um, she was the mentor, the accountability partner, the person who kind of like pushed me over the precipice of understanding SEO, the big scary word. So today we're going to dive into those terms and um, give you a briefer on how to get started with SEO. And I'm going to drop a link at the very end. You might want to stick around to find out about that. So Leanne, I'm going to ask you a few questions. Ready? Okay, let's go. Yes or no? Is SEO dead? No. Excellent. Do you need a blog on your website for SEO? Yes. Well, that's not a yes or no question. There's different types of SEO. So it depends on where you want to be. Yeah. <laughs> it depends. That's one of those. It depends. I was hoping you were going to yeah. say that. Okay. Yeah. And can you, do you have any experience with e-commerce SEO? I do not. I've shied away from the commerce side of things to the more organic stuff people are searching for content wise. Excellent. Do you need to understand analytics to be good at SEO? Yes. Excellent. And is there a preferred platform for SEO? Again, it depends on what you're doing. I mean, there's video SEO, there's content SEO, there's product SEO. Yeah. So it really just depends on which area. And then within that, yes, there's a specific platform that you would want to focus on. That's excellent. That's what I want to hear. I want people to know that it's not always just one answer. It's not a yes or no. And so this is really, you know, opening up the doorway for so many different avenues for people. So, you know, clients come to me, they're a brick and mortar business, so they need geographical SEO and different things. Then I have others who are commerce SEO people. They are building their own little Etsy handmade candles or stickers or notebooks or shirts. That's a completely different animal. Then you have the creators, the content creators and the influencers. Like you said, that's video SEO. So I love that. All right. So we're going to focus in on SEO that's specifically for websites today. And I'd love to have like a three-step plan. So if someone was listening today, I want them to be able to walk away from this one little episode and have in their, you know, arsenal, a three-step plan to start SEO today. All right. Okay. So um, so basically, uh, I don't know how to put in a three-step plan, but you need to figure out who you're trying to reach, what you're trying to reach them for, like the purpose. 
And then using keyword research tools, get to work on researching the what. That's basically it. I mean, there's a little more to it, but that's it in a summary. Yeah, that's like the Cliff Notes version. Exactly. You gotta have a you gotta have a who or what, and then you gotta figure out what what. <laughs> that's where the research comes in. I love it. Okay, well, right there, let's talk about it. So you got the who, and then what are you doing? So we just define a client avatar. You know, who are you speaking to? Who who are you selling to? Who are you uplifting? Who are you praying for? Who do you want to impact? You know, that's the big who. And then you have the what. So really, it's more of the why. Why are you getting on there? You know, you know, getting to the heart of the mission. And so vision, messaging, um, you can't be super broad or can you be? Like, that's a really not good anymore. one. Yeah, not anymore. I mean, you have to consider millions, if not billions of new cre- content is being added into this thing of the internet you know, monthly, weekly, whatever. And so the more content that's there, Google has to have a way to, and the other platforms to sort through it, to be able to provide the best answers. And so if you want to do like what they used to call a lifestyle blog, that just doesn't work anymore. You really have to be hyper-focused. I mean, within reason, but you really, I always use the super Walmart. Don't be a super Walmart. Be like, you know, a lingerie store or be a bookstore, like focus on a very particular niche mm-hmm. or purpose within that niche. Oh, I love that. That's very helpful. I think a lot of people are so like, oh, well, I'm just going to throw spaghetti at the wall and yeah. that's not going to work today. That's mm-hmm. not going to work. Okay. So you need a plan. Excellent. Yeah. All right. And then you dived into the what, the what, which are the SEO the keywords. All right. Yeah. Can you break down SEO? How about the scary term SERP? And long tail keywords, all three of those, I think, scare people. Yeah, so it's actually quite funny. I mean, it freaked me out when I first got started. I was like, oh, such a tech word. I'm not a tech. So SEO is search engine optimization. It's a fancy way to say to put things into a format that people are searching for. And so when you are doing keyword research, you're literally searching the things that they're typing into the Google box or the YouTube box or the Etsy box, like the search term that people are looking for. A long tail keyword is the exact thing. An example would be, I don't know, dog collars. Let's say if you were in the pet niche. Okay, dog collars. Well, a long tail keyword would be uh, fancy, sparkly dog collars for miniature puppies or something like that, right? Like you don't want large ones for big dogs, you want the little ones and you don't want ugly ones, you want sparkly ones. So the real hyper-focused query and then SERP is just short for search uh, engine results. I forget the whole thing. It's really the top 10 things that show up on page one. That's your SERP results. Um, and that's kind of what everyone strives for is to be on page one, because if you're not on page one of results, nobody's going to see you. So getting onto that first 10, preferably the first five, um, is going to increase your chances of getting clicked on and then being able to reach the customer. Excellent. Excellent. And that's then- it. That's SEO. It's just putting stuff in a format that Google understands so people can find you. Like it's not, it's really not rocket science. You don't need to be a geek, tech nerd, whatever to understand it. It's very, very basic. What are they typing in the Google box? Like it's that simple. Okay. All right. We're going to take it a step 
um, further and we're going to do a couple examples like you just said with the dogs. All right. So I have photographers who are listening. All right. Um, Wedding photographers. Give me a long tail keyword that they could use. That a client looking for wedding photographers would use. Mm -hmm. Um, So, of course, geographical data would be in that. So, obviously, you know, if you're just typing in wedding photographers, wedding photographers near me. Because when you create your website and your IP address, all that's funneled in. So getting that near me, if if you're down, if you're in my town, then you're going to populate for my search versus someone in another town. Um, wedding photographers for uh, Christian wedding photographers. That's actually one that people look for, right? Someone who really wants to focus on a Christian style wedding. Wedding photographers for outdoors. Wedding photographers. Uh, what's the the country fancy, uh, what's that, what's that look? Boho, the boho Boho or something like that. So a real specific design style that you're looking for. Um, those are the kinds of things that people would be searching for when looking for wedding photographers. Excellent. Right there. Like it's not rocket science. It's really like put Mm -hmm. yourself in the shoes of the ideal client. So who, why, what, you know, who people getting married, why you're passionate about wedding photography keywords like really that's the three-step plan and like it's not that hard all right uh now let's kind of like niche down to who you speak to you talked about christian um creators and what they do and so what are five questions you get pretty constantly is it website platforms is it seo Uh, you know what are some mistakes you see on the regular So I think the biggest mistake I see on the regular is the concept of keywords. Um, You know, people tend to view keywords as a keyword. Faith, for example, faith is not a keyword. Actually, someone just emailed me this over the weekend. Are these good keywords for my blog? And it was like faith and something else. It was a one word. I'm like, those are not keywords. Those are topics. Those are kind of category over overarching categories. Um, And so helping them understand from the idea of faith, spirituality, Bible study to the more specific, um, what, what does the parable of the pearl mean? That's a keyword. That is a long tail keyword. Parables is not a keyword. And so I would say that's like the number one thing I get. But other than that, of course, the typical what blogging platform is best, you know, um, do I need all these tools? Um, you know, what's the best plugins? What's, how do you do an online Bible study? How do you write Bible studies for the digital space? That's actually one that I've been working on recently uh, to help get more Bible study content on the internet and leading like social media led Bible study kind of uh, environments and things like that. So going from the content from Google into the YouTube, into the social media SEO kind of way. Mm. Um so, yeah, I mean, I get so many because, I mean, I do all. <laughs> so I get a lot of blogging ones. I get a lot of video ones. I get a lot of social media ones. Um, some are the same. But I, I think the biggest one is the keyword misconception. Mm-hmm. Keyword misconception. All right. So since you mentioned some of those other ones, let's kind of bounce that way. So talking about SEO for those social media platforms, I know that YouTube, Pinterest, and Google are the three like evergreen search engines, you know? Um, okay. And and if you had to rank them, tell me if I'm right, Google, YouTube, Google. and YouTube. then Pinterest. 
those three? Yeah, Pinterest, Pinterest is kind of more, I would say, niche specific, whereas Google and YouTube, I mean, really Google's everything. YouTube is a maybe number two because you, YouTube is a lot of how-to. And so whatever people are searching for with tutorial in mind, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's not tutorial, but many tutorials, that's where you're going to find that. Pinterest, on the other hand, there are really only certain niches that do well in Pinterest as the search engine. And there's other ones that like, you're not going to do well at all. So actually that's an important point in doing your research is finding out where your audience does most of their searching because there are certain things, how to deal with your teenager. That's not on Pinterest. That's more of a Google thing or maybe even a YouTube channel. And so, yeah, but I would put in that Google, YouTube, and then Pinterest kind of at the bottom, but very, very niche specific. Okay. And then, and so then talking about social media, which is why I separated those, we're talking Mm -hmm. about the longevity of your content. And so are you going to be able to find content on social media, Instagram, Twitter, or even TikTok five years from now? Yeah. So that's, that's actually really good. So Google and YouTube and, and Pinterest too. I mean, you can, once your stuff is there, it's there five years from now, I can still find your stuff. Social media. So you're, like you said, your TikTok, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, that's, that's conversational is what I like to say. It's here and now, because if I posted something today and you were looking for some, it's not a search engine per se. You don't really, I mean, you can, but it's going to show you that like most recent stuff that was posted, it's a here and then it's gone. And so social media requires an entirely different strategy. There is SEO involved in it, but it is an entirely different kind of SEO from YouTube, Pinterest, and Google. Their SEO is pretty common. Social media is a completely different um, kind of monster <laughs> because, because within each of the social platforms, each one of them has their own algorithm to work with. And so understanding how SEO works within that is is a whole nother ballgame. Yeah. And I, I'm going to pause there for anyone who's listening. I, this is key. If you are ready to outsource and you are looking to hire someone, there is a complete difference between someone who's an SEO expert and can like go onto your WordPress website and implement certain things to bring you to the first page of SERP or the first page of results. A social media manager can also be an expert in different social media platforms. So if you're going to hire someone, I would really advise you to vet them, um, even interview them. Why are they a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, or even YouTube expert? Because you can't for someone to have an expertise in all of those and be extremely young, I, I would I would be hesitant. I'd be very hesitant. If they say they're an Instagram expert, I'd be like, okay, tell me about it. And so and on that, that's actually really good because I get a lot of people reaching out to me um saying, you know, about writing, I'm an expert, this and that. And the first thing I do is I go audit their site because you could there's tools that you can see how much traffic they got. And I go check their site. I'm sorry, but if you're selling me that you're an SEO expert, why does your site show zero traffic? Or if you're selling me that you're a social media manager, you need proof. And so if you're looking to hire someone, yes, interview them, but also make them have them give you like a list of references and then reach out to those people to, to say this person you did work, they did work for you. What impact have you seen since then? Because I've seen so many people pay for services that weren't worth the money that they paid for. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah, that's excellent. Um, that's great advice. And I, you know, when I work with clients who are building their websites and they're getting out and they're wanting to be a coach or a consultant or even like me, like a photographer, social proof. So you're talking about SEO on your Google profile. If you are a local business or even an online business, a Google profile. So if I Google you, I want to see reviews. So you need to get reviews. That's yeah. how, you know, p- that helps me as a photographer, but also brick and mortar businesses. And, and then also images or behind the scenes. And that's what I do. I do branding photography. So I will create, curate that kind of like social proof. I can come in and photograph you doing your thing with an actual client. So that really helps people um, understand and establish that you're an expert. But yes. like she's saying, if you say you're an SEO expert, you better show me that your website is, you know, has H1s. Do you even know what that means? Yeah. And only one H1 on each page, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, if you don't understand those terms and you're saying you're an SEO expert uh, or you're a website designer with SEO, I'd be, show me, show me, me the money, you know? <laughs> so people, real quick, so on that, like, it's the how, well, how do I get proof if nobody will hire me if I don't have the proof? Start offering your services for free. That is exactly how my ministry got started, was offering my services for free and then getting a testimony from the people I did the work for to where now I have this list to say, yeah, she, she did some work for me. And now my page is ranking on page or my site's on page one. I have all this traffic. And then at that point you start selling your services, but don't start, don't try selling stuff that you haven't yet been able to prove. (laughs) Like, yeah. And I guarantee you there's plenty of people out there that are startup businesses or startup in whatever area that could definitely use some free services <laughs> in the beginning. So it, it works for both of you. You know, yeah. I, I started photography for free, you know, m- half my portfolio of all the little babies and couples and mm-hmm. families and weddings that was like free or 50 bucks. And then now, you know, five years later, this is where I'm at. I, you know, like I'm, I'm still in the beginning of my story and I love it. But I think everyone needs to kind of, and Christian content, think about their purpose, the clarity, and also swallow a little bit of that pride and mm-hmm. be humble enough to say, I'm going to serve you because yes. I want to. And, it, it's, and there's no gain for me other than experience and wanting to help you. And then you're going to see light years from now, you know, how that's brought you to where you are. There are people that I did free services for that are now paying me because they were like, you were amazing. Thank you. Let's continue working together. The relationship has been built. So I love that we kind of like jumped over into outsourcing there (laughs) and hiring people. All right. So let's talk about the plan of an SEO, like an SEO plan. And I, this is totally a plug because you transformed both of my websites with your knowledge. Where can someone get a plan to start a website with SEO foundation today? I mean, I sort of offer that service. I have courses. <laughs> um, I have some free courses and then I have, um, a, actually, it's going to be a 10 week boot camp now. I'm adding a couple of weeks to it, but um, there's a lot of free information out there. You have to be very mindful of that because anybody can put anything on the internet. It doesn't mean it's all valuable. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can, you know, come to my website, even if you're not a Christian content creator. I mean, SEO is SEO, but it, it's really a matter of finding the right keyword tools, 
doing the extensive research. Um, I actually have a free course for defining your target audience that kind of walk, it's a workbook. It walks you through the who, the what, you know, why and everything, and then how to find what their, their online search habits are. And then from that, you begin building your content plan from that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would say you need SEO, come see me. I got a book for you. Yeah. And now you have a free community as well, right? I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, it's Christian blogging, but you know, we don't, we don't discriminate. Anybody's welcome <laughs> because SEO is SEO. Um, but yeah, it's Christian blogging 101. Um, and then my courses and my YouTube channel, actually my YouTube channel is, an abundance of videos for all things SEO and everything else. And so I make my videos for the, I don't even know how to spell SEO person, like, because that was me. So they're very not techie at all. Um, you know, I think in a few of them, my chicken was with me. <laughs> she was sick. So my videos are very like, if you go to the SEO experts, I mean, I consider myself an expert, but you know what I mean? Like the high level SEO their stuff is very sometimes hard to understand because they use all the tech jargon. And so even though you watch it, you're still like, I don't even know what that was. And so the ones on my channel are very easy to understand for like the person who just found the on button on their computer. <laughs> that's what I like to say. And so it's just Kingdom Bloggers. That's the YouTube channel. Um, I pretty much have videos for everything on there. That's awesome. So you said that you added two more weeks to your course. When is the course going to launch next and when can someone sign up? So I do this class twice a year. I do it in February and then towards the end of summer, beginning of fall, just depends on what my audience is saying. They're going to have time. Usually it's in August. So the next one opens up in February. Actually, for right now, um, I do have a pre-enrollment open um, and people that enroll now for the February class get access to all the courses that are a part of it. Um, but yeah, it's 10 weeks. We literally, it's like a group coaching, but we go step-by-step step through laying the SEO foundation, figuring out your target audience, the who, the what, the why, and where are they at, and then creating a content plan, but then also all the tech stuff of setting up the website. I've added, because of all the new stuff that comes, I've added stuff about chat GPT, how to utilize that in an effective way. We talk about monetization strategies um, that are fairly simple. Uh, we talk about social media and video, how that ties into your blog. We talk about Pinterest, um, building a YouTube channel, and then creating digital products to supplement and kind of reach that audience as well. So it's actually pretty comprehensive, which is why I had to add two more weeks because like, it was just a lot to cram into the eight weeks. So that's excellent. So if all right, I'm a Christian, I want to be, I desire to be a Christian blogger. I want to get online. Will I ever make money from a Christian blog? Absolutely. Um, so that that's actually a big misconception. It's hard to make money as a Christian blogger. Well, Christian blog is just a blog that has Christian content on it, has a verse here or there. So there's different kinds of Christian blogs, but I have a Christian blog. I have three of them. I make a full-time income and it's not from my courses. My courses account for about this much of my actual income. And so, you know, the goal being to get traffic because from there you can get ad revenue and then build additional things. But when you say making money with a blog, Christian blog, it's really not just the blog. It's eventually building the ministry, which includes over time, 
many, it's like, don't put all your eggs in one basket. So your ministry eventually will be blog, maybe YouTube, social media. And so when you put all that together, making a full-time income is actually not difficult. Um, but you really have to have that focused target audience and understand SEO for writing of the content. And you got to be able to stay focused because in blogging, there's so many like, oh, let me go check this and that. And you get so off track and try all these things that are really not productive. So finding the discipline to stay focused on the mission, the goal. Uh, I started earning income about my second year and significant income about my second year in. But I was hyper focused on on not the goal of money, but the goal of the ministry reaching people. And so through that, the monetization blessings just started happening. Mm -hmm. So Leanne was just talking to me. I'm one of the squirrels who sees shiny things everywhere. <laughs> I'm going to say it's the five littles running around my feet. Um, so I'm, I won't just, I'm, I'm going to peel back the layers because you just really hit the nail on the head there. You said focus. And I think a lot mm -hmm. of people, it's the shiny things. And one thing that I loved about your course and what they get out of working with you is that from the get-go, it's, we're going to build a website and we're going to build a foundation of SEO. We're not going to worry about Facebook. We're not going to worry about Instagram. We're not going to worry about Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, podcasting. The list goes on. All right. Yes. Do you have those things now? Yes. Yes. But in the beginning, that first year, even that second year, it was all about building a very, very strong foundation, hyper-focusing in, build your website, build SEO content, build it strong. And I'm going to go to a verse. We need a cornerstone. This mm -hmm. is your cornerstone, you know? So when someone comes to Kingdom Bloggers, to Leanne Fox, you're going to build that cornerstone of SEO content and then from there, you'll be able to build out the rest because you right. have a strong foundation. Yeah. I mean, that's the biggest, I think, lie in, in the blogging or online creator community is you got to be doing all the things in order to be successful. Start your email list from day one. Get on all your social medias. You got to be everywhere. And I mean, you can be, but that's just insane. and It'll drive you crazy and you'll never get anything done. Um, building one foundation at a time. You know, I, I use Genesis, the story of creation. I use that all the time in my teaching. We had six days. And of course, he's God. So he could have done it in whatever order and it would have worked. But we're not God. <laughs> but the order of things in those six days was intentional because the thing on day two required what happened on day one or else it wouldn't have worked. You couldn't put the people on the earth if there were no food. There was no food for them. You couldn't put fish if the water wasn't there from the land and all the things. And so in blogging, or online ministry, online, whatever, even if you're not a Christian, um, just building your business online, you need that foundation. And so the organic foundation of your website lays for everything after that. And so if you get that, so my email list, I started at the end of year two. Honestly, this year I'm in year five. I'm really finally getting active on social media. I mean, I've had it, but I'm just like, oh, I think I'll wake up today and post. And then five months later, I'll post something else. Like I could care less about social media because my foundation was so strong that it enabled me without social media. My one website reaches about 160,000 people every month. That's one website without social media and without an email list. And so it can be done. 
But if you're spending all your time doing all the other things, you're never putting 100% into one thing. And that one thing is going to be the basis for everything to come after it. So put all your effort into that foundation and don't worry about the email. Don't worry about Facebook. Don't worry about all of that because it'll suck you dry from energy (laughs) and you will have nothing left to pour into what you're trying to build. And it'll cost you a lot of extra money that's not even providing fruit. So there's that. Yeah. I love that because then you you bring it down to the logical rational. Okay. If none of that is going to like deter you, you're losing money. Like, yeah. come on. Like, cause to build a website, you got to pay, pay for the hosting, the domain, WordPress plugins. Cause come on, we're both WordPressies. You know, we, we like our WP. So it, yeah, I love that. And you said something that I really want to like uh, highlight real quick for everyone. If your goal to get online is impact, which I know that's mine. That's why I have so much free content as well. That's why the podcast is here. If it is impact, she said 160,000 people visit her website monthly. What kind of impact could you have in the world? What what message do you want to impact over 100,000 people, almost 200,000 people on a monthly basis? Okay? Impact over income. Okay? Because the blessings will come later. If you... Mm. Put your head down and do the work. The impact is there. Yep. Oh, Leanne, I'm. You just left me with so much knowledge. In it's also- funny that you use that impact uh, over income because uh, I I actually did a social media post last week, and that was the highlight of that post was impact over income. Don't <laughs> mo- don't prioritize the money. Prioritize the message. Yes. You know, and, and of course, in the Christian world, when you do that, God does bless you in many ways, you know. So, yeah, I love a lot of my uh, followers are even if they're not explicitly Christian content creators, they're Christians who are running businesses. And so, you know, I I want to be a voice. I want to be um, a helper, a servant. And for those people who want to continue to create integrity in their business and, in a, and online, but also be cognizant of why they're also doing their work, you know? So, and also here at Branding with Purpose, we have my two hashtags, which are part-time on purpose, because I got five babies, and um, impact over income. You know, a lot of my people are also, like some of your SEO people, they just turned the computer on. Mm-hmm. They just finally said, okay, Lord, I'm willing. I'm not ready, but I'm willing. Let's go. Yeah. And so that's what the YouTube content, the SEO content, you know, the DIYs, the how-tos is to help people who are like, I'm lost and I'm sorry, but all this technical jargon over here is just a little too much for me. You know, I didn't grow up with the smartphone, you know, like I go back to like, I even, I, I can go back to the rotary phone, like the little, I had the rotary phone. Like I, I, I have one leg there and one leg in tech. Let me just say, I mean, I don't know the age demographic of your audience, but for the older rotary phone, (laughs) the one that hangs on the wall that you put the quarter in, you know, that that group, um, you're never too old to start learning stuff. I actually have one of a lady in my mastermind and she's like in her 70s and she had struggled so much with technology 
her site is killing it right now. She has, she writes Bible studies. Her site is getting traffic. Um, her YouTube channel. She's, I mean, she's doing all the things. And two, three years ago when she first was like, I mean, she was just always asking questions because she just didn't understand the technology. So she stuck with it. She knew God had called her to do this. And she stepped out of the fear zone of technology and was like, I'm going to own this. And now she is doing amazing. So it doesn't matter what age, where you fall in that age spectrum. There's a place for us older ladies in this too. <laughs> I mean, I'm 50, but I have some 70 year olds in my ministry that are doing amazing things. Um, and so if you're tech technically illiterate, <laughs> that's where I come in. Somehow I understand it and I'm able to kind of explain it in a way that makes sense. So. Oh, that's amazing. That's excellent. We're going to have to have you back on and maybe do a deep dive into some of the uh, plugins, tools, um, maybe even like a little framework and we'll have some of your um, tools available. But I really am just so thankful that you showed up for this um, podcast. This will be on YouTube. This will be, you know, on all the podcast channels and platforms. Um, once again, can you share where people can find you after this episode? Yeah, so if you just Google Kingdom Bloggers, everything comes up. Kingdom Bloggers on YouTube, uh, Kingdom Bloggers, the website, and then Kingdom Bloggers on Teachable. Literally all those things come up somehow everything comes up when you Google Kingdom Bloggers. And then all the socials, I am on TikTok. Uh, I have a Facebook page and Instagram kingdom bloggers. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just type in kingdom bloggers and you'll find me. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. It's because your SEO game is rich. That's why all those things exactly. pop up. Well, I say it's God, but <laughs> SEO had something to do with it. Yeah. Oh, and I do have a podcast, which I have been totally neglecting lately. It's the kingdom influencer podcast. So um, I do have that as well. Oh, yep. Excellent. Yeah. Well, see, we have to have you back. We got to talk about podcasting and YouTubing. I really, I love that stuff. That's my jam. And um, I love helping people get over that fear obstacle. Yeah. Because I think fear, I like to punch fear in the face. And that's what I'm doing with my podcast. Thanks for showing up here, Leanne, because yeah, you're helping me, me say goodbye to I'm fear. I'm so excited. All right. Thank you. Bye.